Welcome to the Bold Survivor Collective. I'm Contessa Aiken. This is the place where we take a stand. We rise up. We no longer allow trauma to be our voice or to be who we are. We pee into the wind. We run forward to our deepest desires and we don't stop until we get there. I hope you enjoy this episode. Dive right on in. Today we have the beautiful soul Lauren with us. I have really, really enjoyed getting to know and talk to Lauren. I feel like we're like the same person in two different bodies. She's just so awesome. She is the founder and principal of New You Development and your go-to resource for for becoming inspired, productive, and connected. And um, it's really about being the best version that you can be, right, Lauren? She's highly certified. I mean, I love all the certifications through NLP and the oneness. I love all that stuff. And you are also an author of two books. So I can't wait for you to dive in and just tell us all about it. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got here? Okay. Thank you so much for that introduction. I am so grateful to be here and to connect with all of you today. Um, I found personal development um, over 12 years ago, and I just fell in love with this path and the opportunity uh, that it had to provide all of this healing and inspiration, and I just wanted to learn more about myself first and foremost, and then I started really falling in love with being able to help and transform other people's lives and being able to be a guide and help witness their journey and to really hold space that regardless of anything we may perceive that we've been through and whatever that might be, We can actually heal anything and we can become anything. So that to me was just what what really set me on the path and helped me stay so true to it for all these years because I absolutely love that piece. And um, and then just diving into all the different tools and just all the different layers and everything that's available because we have so much now. Yes. And when you, when I think about when you say that, the first thing that hits me in the face is how whenever there's times all of us can become less resourceful than what is actually true, right? So can we just dive right into that? If you are feeling, say, if you're talking to someone who's a little less resourceful right now, where do you start with somebody who um, is in that place to help them open up resources, to help them get more creative, to help them start moving forward? I love that. Yes. So one of the things that helps us become more resourceful is to live in our truth Yes. and to find what that means. So that means truth within each moment. And that also means truth within what's most important to us. Like what are our highest values? What are we actually here for? Mm -hmm. And to live into that purpose, whatever that may be, it's different for all of us, even if it might be the same words, the way that we uniquely are inspired to live that out based on our own experiences is how we really shine our light. That is what people say when they talk about the genius zone. That's where we can get through and that's where we tend to be the most resourceful. I love that. But when you were talking, I really was thinking about... uh polarity, duality, if you will, right? That I know we've had a conversation before, so I'm trying hard not to to interject something that we haven't talked about right here, but I was thinking about telling yourself the truth, right? So if we tell ourselves the truth, we also have to recognize that there are probably places where we tell ourselves little lies or allow ourselves to get away with things. Can we talk about the polarity and the duality that happens in life? 
Yes. So one of the, yes, I remember that conversation. Yes. Well, one of the things that we were discussing is that let's say there's truth, which we're going to call full consciousness right now. Okay. That's when we have full awareness. We're open to seeing all the sides. So what happens is we go through life and we have experiences and we're conscious to one side. Sometimes that's on the elated, happy, blissful, peaceful side. And we try to hold on to those experiences really tightly and try to think that there's ways to just get back to that. And then sometimes we're conscious of it was all bad, it was frustrating, or I'm sad, or I really don't know how to get through this, or I'm feeling down and depressed and forgetting about who I really am, and we're kind of in the pit, Mm -hmm. and we don't feel good about ourselves. Now, on both of those sides, there's actually something we're unconscious to, because both always exist when we have duality and we have polarities. When we're happy about something, there's actually something that we're per se sad about or a version of that word something that we're not seeing in that moment. Mm -hmm. And when we're frustrated, there's actually something again on the opposite side of whatever polarity of frustration looks like to you in that moment. And why is it beneficial to look at the polarity, to look at both sides of this? Yeah. So when we see both sides, one, that's where we can actually open our heart. When we're in a place of inspiration and true love and our heart is open and we're most connected, that's where we are actually most inspired to be our true self. And then also when it comes to relationships with others and with ourselves, we don't then attract things to help us grow. If all experiences are here to really help us just on our path, just helping us grow and to move forward, if we have all the stuff that we haven't seen both sides of, then we have to attract more experiences until we get the learning. So if I understand correctly, right, if all I have are negative experiences or I think about all the stuff that goes wrong or um, what's not right, then I'm not being completely honest with myself because in the same time, there's other things in my life that are going right, that are, are going well, that I'm doing well with. And if we apply this to relationships, right, I think about Oftentimes when we're dating or, or even if we're in a committed relationships, we can get really annoyed and frustrated with our partners or with our date. But then there's also the other side where there's things that we really adore and really love. So how does someone really begin to use the duality, be able to see the other side and not get stuck on just one side. Oh, I totally almost knocked over my, my microphone there. <laughs> Did that make sense? Did that question come out right? Yes. I, okay. um, I think there were actually a few questions in there. So yes. <laughs> I want to go back to the beginning part, but I'll hit the last part and then we can backtrack. Okay. Um, so I'm going to talk about, because one of the methods that I use in my work a lot is the Dr. Martini method, because I think mm-hmm. that it's really fabulous. And one of the first steps in that, which we discussed is owning the traits. Right. And when we can own all the parts of ourselves, that's when we can love ourselves to the highest degree. So what happens is when we think, can I use the example? So that yes, we go for it. The conversation. I feel we like we can okay, touch so. around and we just need to go right no. in. Right? <laughs> okay. So we had this really wonderful experience about Contessa's mom, biological mother, who has not been in her life. And she had this perception that she had been abandoned and was holding on to some of the story about that. But what we want to see with everyone is what specific traits, actions, or inactions did they actually exhibit that you perceive them displaying or demonstrating that you feel most charged about, that you're most disliking, that you're most despising, that are frustrating? Because you want to get to not the how you felt about it, but what are the specifics? And I remember at first you had said, she lacks integrity. Yeah. 
Very general, broad. Very general and broad, right? So you want to avoid any of those vague generalities or she's just a terrible mother. Well, right. We get to hold on to the story and talk about that with a lot of concepts. And that's where people say, okay, it takes years to heal through that. Or it's okay. You don't have to heal it, but you'll just move past it. Ugh. And what happens is when we don't dive into the deep specifics, we don't clear as fully. So when it turned out that actually what you were really frustrated about was that, I actually wrote it down, was that you perceived that she lied around leaving. Yes. And when you owned, so now where and when, go to the specific moment, where and when you perceive yourself displaying or demonstrating lying around leaving to the Mm -hmm. same or similar degree. So now she hasn't left her daughter, so it might not be to that, but there's small moments where she has. There's small moments in past relationships There's small moments where we have these perceptions where we can own any single trait. So when we get specific enough, Mm -hmm. there was a freedom in that, right? Yeah, there was because I had to acknowledge that while I think that integrity is my most important value and my highest value, there are times where I still tell lies. Like, for example, when you were talking, I just remembered that I told my kids a lie, like, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm only going to be gone for 30 minutes. Well, an hour and a half later, right? And I knew I wasn't going to take 30 minutes. It was going to be longer, but I said 30 minutes to comfort them, right? Mm -hmm. And so I do acknowledge that there's places in my life where I'm telling lies as well, right? And we're most reliable, let's say, to be in integrity Mm -hmm. when we're in our highest values. Right. Things that support our highest values, it's like we're focused, we're committed, we're dedicated to. And then when we start to fall down the ladder and all of a sudden we really beat ourselves up, it's because the truth is that it's not that important to us at this moment. Right. It can become so if we want it to be, but it doesn't need to be. So it's really seeing like, where is that comparison? Where are we, who are we looking up to or who are we thinking we need to be like instead of honoring and owning really who we are? Yeah. So what it allowed me to do was uh, redefine integrity, if you will, not to completely take away from it, but um, that it didn't mean that I was 100% honest 100% of the time, but it allowed space for me to just be authentic and make mistakes, mm-hmm. and but also to then recover from those mistakes, come back from them, right? To own them, to acknowledge them, to make amends, do whatever I need to do on the other side of that. So it offered me an opportunity to redefine integrity. And when I apply that, now to mom while uh it doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't sink anymore if that makes any sense right even to further clarify that the truth is mistakes are only when we perceive a comparison right there are no mistakes because the truth is that there are equal benefits and drawbacks to all of it mm-hmm. so we don't want to go so far where we are so proud of ourselves that we did something like i lied it was awesome but we want to be like we were and i was so good at it right where we're neutral and in each moment where we're able to like be more of ourselves, where we're able to open our hearts of like, okay, well, there were benefits and drawbacks to the person I perceived I lied to right. and to myself. And it also shows that moving forward, I was not in something that was actually true to my highest values. Right. And I can learn from oh, that cool. and then make an adjustment right. to continue to move forward with more strength, more integrity, more, right? Absolutely. So I think owning the traits and really seeing like, Whenever somebody gets so frustrated or they feel down or they're confused, it's really seeing what are the specifics because that's what allows us to let go of the story and actually do the healing. So if we could just real quick, I know this is probably going to sound like a big question, but what are some of the big generalizations that most people make and really the specifics that are often linked up? Okay, great question. So like sometimes someone comes and they're out of a relationship or even in a relationship and 
he's a terrible person or he's constantly telling lies or I feel like um, he's not taking care of himself well and I'm really frustrated with that. And uh, I don't know if I should stay with him because how could I be with a man that's not taking care of himself? That one actually shows up quite often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what's interesting, especially when we're on this path of personal development and maybe our partner's not alongside us with it completely or to the same degree, what often people miss is, well, when we can own, it's too early to be a this or a that, this relationship or not. Um, dating, you know, first date. I don't know if I have the clarity yet. Sometimes we jump to wanting clarity before we're actually clear and own the trait. So first, if we could see, it's usually like, I wrote some down. So what if we look at the specifics around, he's verbally critical. Okay, so that's just one thing that we have a charge around, verbally critical. Or he, all he wants to do is look good. That's one. Or he acts helpless at times, or all the time you might perceive, right? <laughs> Depending on how, how polarized it is. And then, or he gets really frustrated easily. So all of those things, or, um, yeah, so all of those things, when we clear those traits, and we see the specifics where and when we've done it, and we own them fully, mm-hmm. and then as we, I, mean, I can't do the whole process, obviously, right. right now, but when we go through and we start to see how all events are neutral and we see the benefits and the drawbacks equally and our heart really opens to this experience and how we're equally supported and challenged to the same degree at all times. Right. When we see that, all of a sudden now, now we can make a choice and see once we're clearer, sometimes it even affects the behavior of the other person. Right. And then we can be more, so what happens is it enhances communication when we do this. What I love is it actually builds our immune system and builds our immunity as well, which is so vital. Um, it brings our vitality back and our levity back. And, you know, and we, we shine, as you were saying in the beginning, like that's what really this clearing allows us to do um, more fully. Awesome. I love that. I love that in a relationship, you can see, you're, oftentimes people are just mirrors for us, right? And we see in somebody else something that does exist in us, but it's oftentimes easier to point that out in the other person. And I think what you're talking about is so simple and so so freeing at the same time because when you also honor okay where do i do this behavior where does it exist in me then it also uh, it frees you up to say forgive yourself forgive the other person but it enhanced communication so many more things like you were talking about and when you were talking about i remember you using an example of a woman who had been abused and in, in that moment she had felt unsafe and unsupported, right? But being able to look at the duality of life and see where in her life she was actually supported, right? Can you, because we are going to have some survivors here. So can you speak a little bit to that? Absolutely. So in every moment, there, we are actually being challenged and supported equally to the same degree. Oftentimes when something happens, we perceive as traumatic all we hold on to is the challenge. Right. And we're, un- we're conscious of the challenge, as we were talking about before, mm-hmm. and we're unconscious to the other part of where there was actually support. So when we go to the specific moment, and we did this with your mom, mm-hmm. where and when we had that perceived challenge and we see what was the judgment really about? What were we judging within the other or within ourselves? And then usually with, when we go through those moments of abuse or anything that had happened or any perceived trauma, there's both. Right. So we want to look at them separately. And when you see it, like when we did your mom, it was at the moment you received the email, I believe, or the message. The Facebook. Facebook. And you were like, I was punched in the gut. I felt totally challenged. 
Yeah. And, and we went and actually in that specific moment, mm-hmm. at that same simultaneous moment, who was, and I think I asked you, who was on the, um, the opposite? And it was the support and express who was actually comforting you and expressing love. And that was and my daughter. You instantly mm-hmm. saw your daughter. So when we ask ourselves to look, and it may take a moment, so I don't want to, you know, it, it takes a moment, but trust that the information is there. Right. I know with 100% certainty that it is. Because mm-hmm. often even in the beginning when they, you know, when even you go to the beginning, try to own the trait. Oh, I was um, lying around leaving. I've never done that. Not, I've never done it. And then it comes to the, but not to the same degree. And then we vary. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, as you saw, we own it to the same degree. Right. And then when we can see, so we have to go through and it is helpful to do, there's lots of different moments. And so clearing all the judgments, all the perceptions of all the moments, Mm-hmm. And then you see where you're equally supported so that you don't hold on to the story. And then you don't also start compounding that. Right. I know we wanted to leave a lasting impact around intuition. Yes. So can we go ahead and dive into that? What is intuition? What does it mean? And how does all this support that? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So if we're holding this full consciousness, right? That's truth. That's total awareness. And then there's things that we're conscious of. And there's things that we want to bring about that we were unconscious of in that specific moment. So what happens is people oftentimes misunderstand what intuition really means. So we have a moment and there's something we're unconscious to. We, I say we store that in what I call the subconscious backpack. We hold this backpack and we store it because we have to go to a new moment. We have a new split and something we're unconscious of and we store it. All of a sudden we get to this point and we're ready not necessarily consciously, but like our soul, something, something within us, we are ready to see more truth. We're ready to grow. And we get what I call the intuitive tap. We get this whisper, and then maybe it gets a little louder if we don't hear it. And then it gets even louder until it's screaming and yelling at us. And people often think, oh, I had that intuition. I should follow that. So I'll give an example of, I go on a date. I really like this guy. He's everything on my list. And I had the best time. And I go home and I call my girlfriend. I'm like, Oh my God, he's the one. Everything matched my checklist. We had so much fun together. It flowed the whole night. It was the best day. I feel like I could really like him. Mm-hmm. So we're elated. We're on a high. Obviously there's something we were unconscious to. Let's say a week goes by and I don't hear from him. And now all of a sudden I start saying, you know what? I knew it. He's totally not the one. Or I heard he was terrible and did this thing to this other woman or whatever. And we think that's an intuitive gut instinct. We knew to follow something, just stay away. The truth is intuition is a half truth. So that moment, that feeling is really the, the place where we're disconnected. And it's trying to say, Hey, just listen, People are good and bad. There's both sides. Mm -hmm. Neither one is true. In that example, he probably isn't the one, but we do this in so many different contexts. Right. And so when we come to full consciousness, intuition is actually helping to bring whatever was unconscious, conscious, so that we can see both sides to full consciousness. So we can acknowledge things that we're conscious of and things we're not. So we want to listen to those intuitive knowings or those dreams, because usually it's showing us where there's some sort of fantasy that we're over-exaggerating something or some sort of nightmare and something we really don't want to have in our life anymore that we think we can avoid having, but we move forward now having to attract it to help us grow. Right. So I love how intuition is really guiding us to move into a place of total inspiration and love Mm -hmm. if we use it properly. Right. 
I love how you define intuition because oftentimes people think that it's a whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Amen. Right. And, um, and really, I love how you put it that it's really just a half truth and it's not something that um, I, I don't want to put it like that. Let me change my words right now. It isn't just the end all be all right. Like really it's more of, okay, now this awareness is coming into my field here. And now based on my conscious and unconscious experience and what's in my backpack and what's in the, in the prefrontal cortex and all that fun stuff, then I have the ability to discern and then take action or not take action on that. Right. It's really showing us what's up to be processed. Mm -hmm. And if we look at it from that angle, then all of a sudden we just, it's something to move through something. Wait, maybe I'm not seeing all sides. Cause once I see all sides of somebody or a situation or a job or whatever it might be, or my health, then all of a sudden I can get to clarity on what the next right match is for me or what the next right step may be for me. Right. But otherwise we feel like it's just a piece. It's just a piece of the whole. And just because you're getting just a piece based on intuition and what's coming up for you doesn't mean it's all of a sudden the whole picture, right? Some, I think some people make it this one little piece, all of a sudden the whole entire picture, right? It's like my, my rebel back here, right? If you had her feather and that's the, that's the intuition that came up for you, that's not the whole picture. That's just a small piece of it. And it's up to us and our experience to discern and take action based on a whole picture, not just pieces, right? Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. That's just kind of how I interpret it. So I hope that, that helped other people too. <laughs> so if you were to wrap up our time together and um, give us one specific takeaway or lesson or an action step that we can do, what would that be? So ultimately, it's the more that we know ourselves, the more we can love ourselves. And I think that that's ultimately what we're trying to get to. Right. And a reminder that, you know, sometimes we take it so seriously, you and I were discussing that, mm -hmm. and giving yourself space that wherever you get to is enough right now. And just trusting you and really validating yourself and using all these tools to build yourself up instead of oh, you haven't done enough, you know, looking at where you have and then just keep moving through the process. You know, the word that came up for us earlier as we were prepping was play. Yeah. <laughs> I would just invite you, but yes, it's helpful to do all this healing and all this clearing and I love the work, but ultimately let's just play, you know, because we take it so seriously. And when we hold this greater perspective, all the sides already exist. So now it's our job to hold ourselves accountable to go and to see that to move to a place of total integration. I love it. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. And a great reminder to play. <laughs> Earlier, I was like, wait a minute, are my eyebrows <laughs> <order> here? <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode on the Bold Survivor Collective. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you want more and join us over on the Facebook group, The Bold Survivor Collective, where we keep the conversation going and we keep on rising up and thriving, y'all. Bye.